Hello, everybody. <laughs> so not me this time. <laughs> I did that just to make fun of you. Hello, everybody. It's the Monkey Business Podcast. How are y'all doing today? You can get 14 CDs for, for only one, one penny. Somebody did a meme about the Columbia House. Um, somebody's still like still owing owed money. Him. Yeah. yeah he still and, and I wonder, oh, did I turn that off? Yeah, I did. There you go. That's probably better. It's probably better Try that now. again. All right. Better now? <laughs> so you still owe $30 for 15 CDs? Or? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, the, the, the third voice that you're hearing is, uh, is, is my friend Chris. Hi. Yes. Chris Albert. Who also can sometimes be a dick. Yes. yes. Oh, fucking A right. I think can. it's something with people named Chris. They're just automatically dicks. Well, no, is that I your middle name it. then or something? No. No, I'm not a dick. I'm an asshole. Oh, so let's get that straight. My mistake. Thank you. Anyway, with Columbia House and inflation, you now owe four million eight hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars and twelve cents. Mick Wade is going to hate me. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I told you about that, right? Yes. I told you about that. That was right. some of the best stuff, though. Getting all those. Mm-hmm. Man, I did under every name, every house. Billy Squire, but, Journey. But the suck it sucks because you had to watch the mail. Yeah. Like, did he deliver it? Deli- oh, he delivered it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's like you're doing this kind of big fucking recon mission. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get the discs today. Yeah, well, it was cassettes back it was then. Cassettes. But, uh, <laughs> sorry, you broke fuckers. I got CDs. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't offer CDs then. Yeah, that just means that you did it more recent than we did. Uh, maybe. Anyway, this is the welcome. Uh, well, this is the welcome show. This is uh, the Monkey Business Podcast. Welcome to the show. Uh, to the left of me, um, like as I like as I mentioned, uh, Chris Albert is uh, is here. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello. And then uh, to my far left is um, that bastard Ken. Yep. No, I I have two parents. I'm not a bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. It's Ken. How you doing? How you? Better. All better. right then. Is that better? Yes. Uh, on the show today, what? As usual, we don't have much, and this sucks. I hate the fact that there's no news. No, we do have much. Well, no, you know what I mean. As far as news stories, there's not really a lot of stuff that's worth talking about. Well, then, we and just, it sucks. We should just make stuff up. Then, okay. We had a lot 15 minutes ago, but we were fucking <laughs> talking, talking about other yeah. stuff off the where, air. Where were you guys? You should have been here. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but actually, a guest on the show today will uh, be talking to Dave Alvin from uh, White Trash and uh, see what he's been up to, see what he's doing, what he's been doing with his life. And what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. How about that? How is how is he? How is Dave doing today? I want to know how Dave is. I'm sure he's going <laughs> to fill you in. <laughs> uh, by the way, I just yes. want to throw this out there real quick. Don't throw nothing at me. I want this to be the last time that we use that song for an intro. Well, I tell you what. How about you get busy and make something that's worth listening to, and we'll do it. You want me to get busy? Oh, such a dick. You done? What don't else are you going to use? Don't answer that. That's it. Uh, <laughs> well, we've had a few people offer to make us new intro songs. But they've never come through with it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yet. I can't sing for you. <laughs> I don't want you to sing jail. We didn't ask you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll offer. I just can't do can't do shit. Uh, No, I mean, yeah, I've been wanting to do something for a long time. This is show number what twenty seven. Yeah, it is twenty seven. It's coming up on our on our year of. No, that'd be show fifty (laughs) two. 
Yeah, but, but we haven't. We didn't, yeah, I we know. We've skipped, skipped some between, here and there. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But um, yeah, this is like 27, something like that. And think, we've been using the same crap this entire time. I think August is when we fired it uh, back up. I could look, but I'm not yeah, going to. Yeah, I could look too, but I'm too lazy right now. I'd Perfect. rather be working on an intro than I'm Yeah, no, it would, be, it would be sometime in um, September, October. September, October. Gotcha. Something like that. But anyway, so the stuff that we do have to talk about. Um, is gonna wait because first we're gonna play a song. Oh yeah, yeah. What are we listening to? I don't know. Eh. Eh. Why are you talking like that? I don't know. What the <laughs> fuck's wrong with you? I don't know. Did you eat helium, Mickey? No. All right, play the song. Jesus.
I miss Ozzy. I miss that Ozzy. That was a great album. That was like my first, my first real rock purchase. I bought a lot of stupid stuff, but then that was my first rock purchase. I think. Hmm. <laughs> That's it. <gasps> <laughs> great, great story. Oh, fuck you. Great story. God, I, why? Why are you like this to me? Know. I don't know. I think you bought better rock purchases prior to that. Well, I hadn't because is hadn't hadn't a word. Had not. Hadn't. Hadn't. Yeah, that's a word. All right, I'm sorry. I'll allow it. (laughs) I'll allow it. (laughs) But um, Sharon Osbourne apparently refused to let Ozzy attend the uh, Grammy Salute to Music Legends because she was mad at the recording uh, academies of treatment of Black Sabbath. So basically, Sharon Osbourne uh, is in charge of fucking everything. Yeah, I I don't really like her. Yeah, I, I liked her on it was always that TV show America's America's Got Talent, but that I, was it. I never watched. it. That was the only thing that I like her for, <laughs> and I didn't watch the Osbournes. So that's right, I didn't watch the Osbournes. I didn't all, either. It wasn't a good show, was it? I see. No. I didn't watch the other one either. What With Ozzy and Jack, or Jack and Ozzy, or oh, they're trip around the world, jacking off Ozzy. Oh. That I <laughs> that I have watched a few times. You watch Ozzy get jacked watch? off? No, oh. no, I watched Jack and Ozzy jacking off. <laughs> Not, whatever. <laughs> All right, I want you to keep talking <laughs> just a little bit because you're digging a hole. Yeah, you lost uh, me. I, somehow I, wa- I watched Jack and Ozzy jerking off. So, <laughs> wow, I have no clue now. All right, wow. This show went downhill fast. Really fast. That's what we get for Real. bringing strangers in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Stranger danger. Oh, words in my mouth. You can't breathe into the mic like that. Sorry. It sounds like a tsunami. Because I was, uh, I was uh, still thinking about jacking up. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're breathing heavy? Holy shit. Oh, my God, Chris. You, you didn't give him you, my man. address, did you? You just brought him with. <laughs> Hopefully he didn't pay attention. He's here. He kind of knows where you live <laughs> now, pal. Oh boy! So what else we got in our plethora of news? You, you, would you like to hear the second and final bit of news yeah, that I have? Let's get after it. Um, ACDC is apparently starting to um, get out there and, and and tour with Brian Johnson. Oh, good! Like next week, they're they're doing stuff. It seems mm-hmm. um, if 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 they're not, maybe it's maybe it's they're recording a record next week. I don't know. Uh, but <laughs> way to be prepared. Sorry, maybe, maybe they're breathing next. Sorry, week. I'm not in the ACDC uh, inner circle to know exactly what's going on well, there. I don't think Brian Johnson was in that for the longest time. Well, yeah, but but uh, he seems to be back in it. And uh, Cliff Williams, uh, the uh, bassist, is uh, involved in the new material, even though he left the band in 2016, which is kind of odd. And um, they're actually going to have music. Uh, they're actually going to have um, who's the guy? Malcolm. Malcolm Young. Uh, mm-hmm. Some of some things that he did before he died uh, is going to be on the album as well. Um, there's a possible Rockville headliner. <laughs> Rockville, yeah. Are they going to have a hologram of Malcolm Young when they go on Probably tour? not. Okay, just Probably wondering. Because that's the It's the thing, thing to do. Yeah, now. Right? yeah, I know. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, it, they're from what I read, they're uh, actually booking uh, dates overseas for, like, you know, the big festivals. Mm-hmm. But they're not putting a name into it, just in case. I think, which is stupid. What do you mean? So the, like they're not saying Brian Johnson is singing, right? Just in case they're Axel j- feels like singing. They're just saying, let's book this date, and we'll just get back to you with who's going to be there. 
That's what that, that's what I it's it's kind of stupid, but that's that's, that's kind of dickish. Yeah, exactly. But um, mystery, mystery singer, mystery yeah. singer. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a plethora of singers. <laughs> Voice roulette. Who are you going to get? Uh, but, um, all right, great they news. Should, they should do a hologram festival. They could like kung fu fight each other and shit. <laughs> Michael Jackson comes moonwalking in and knocks everybody down. We got all sorts of shit. You oh with God! That. You know what? There is one hologram I would fucking go see though. And what is that? Prince. I think every yeah. person ever would go see a Prince hologram show. I would. By the way, if one of you motherfuckers hears this and does this, I want my cut. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, unlike you, I got to see Prince live, and sure, rub it in. Yeah, yeah well, fuck. you know, whatever. Um, and he was so awesome. I don't think a hologram could do it for him though at all. Was he as awesome as? Jacking off on Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> no, jacking off on Ozzy is 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 much better. Oh, better, I say. I, I still think it would sell out everywhere. It, it would be cool. I mean, but what you just said though, Chris, about having uh, a festival would be kind of neat though. It would be funny as shit. Having like you know just like a a, 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 a static band there, like they do in a, a Blue Man Group. Yeah, like you just just have to... a, yeah, just have a band and then like have. Freddie Mercury kind of yeah. walk out, do a tune or two. Yep. You know, leave, the, have, the uh, perfect band would be TSO. Michael Jackson. You think so? Yeah, yeah. why not? Those yeah. people can play anything. Yeah, they can, but they got a lot of touring to do, so you can't have it happen all the Dude, time. Dude, how cool would it be, though, to see Freddie Mercury into Prince, into Dio, into Tupac, mm -hmm. into, you know, whoever. Well, Tupac, you're getting a little bit too deep. No, but I, get I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. got to have a little Pocky. You can leave Biggie out. Pocky? Yeah, we were tight. <laughs> I guess so, huh? You leave Biggie out, though, because the hologram, you know, it's got limitations. Wow. Fat joke. <laughs> yeah. I get it. That's pretty good. <laughs> Pocky. Son of a bitch. Pocky. That's Pocky. those little those little candy sticks, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, they are. Fucking Pocky. <laughs> you're sitting there like you never heard of them. I don't even know what it is. I have no idea what you're talking Look about. Look it up. Google it. I'm not Googling it. I guarantee you stop on the way home and get some. Five nope. and below. They Ain't sell happen. it. Do they really? <laughs> Jeez. This is not a place you can plug freaking things. Yeah, stop plugging. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. I'm helping the, the, the guy out here. Uh, I don't need none of your pocky, thank you. Um, oh, Lord. No, actually, something else that, that uh, Chris mentioned to me that I just now looked at is um, Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe is apparently, quote unquote, playing all the songs. That's the name of his new tour uh, that he's doing overseas. Playing all what songs? From Ugly Kid Joe, from a band called Medication that he was in, from Life of Agony he was in, um, Another Animal, and just everything he's ever been in. He's just doing basically a little bit of everything from everywhere. And it's just him and you said a uh, orchestra? Philharmonic, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I can't see I Hate Everything About You uh, being done with Philharmonics, though. I can't see anybody buying a ticket for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, just being straight honest with you. He's playing the O2 Academy. Even the Life of Agony songs wouldn't. Yeah, I couldn't see that. Yeah, that. I mean, so that's a, that's a that's a big place. I do believe. So, uh, I mean, yeah, that doesn't mean he's going to sell tickets, right? I, I mean, mean it holds gonna, five as well as it holds five hundred. Going to curtain it off everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like one row with curtains all around. Wait, you sold out the crowd! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I remember back in the day when the Rocket Club was a thing. It was mm -hmm. the thing. 
my old roommate at the time's band opened for Ugly Kid Joe right at the Rocket and Whitfield was the biggest dick mm-hmm. ever what was the name of them who the uh, opening band oh split image back then hmm cuz i saw um ugly kid joe then okay and he was quite quite a dick but the rest yeah. of them uh the rest of the guys they were they were pretty cool um uh, yeah i don't but know but yeah wit he was he had his jacket all turbaned up on his head like all twisted up tied i'm like hey man can i get a picture and he's yeah yeah, you know, and that he he has the pissy look on his face yeah. in this picture too. That's when you go, yeah. listen, fucker, I hate everything about you. Ah, right. Well, I see what you did there. Well played, yeah. my friend. Right. <laughs> Speaking of well played, well played. Okay. Here's a song that may not have been so well played, but should have been. Well, it probably should have been. All right. Check All this right. one. Let's out. see what it is. Throwback.
I remember seeing that at the video at the uh, Mahaffey Theater when they shot the video for that. They played that song three different times. Only three? Three. Because I was there too, and I remember like way more than that. Really? No, yeah. I think it was back. I think it was like three. They played a lot of their other stuff too, just to keep the crowd going. Yeah. And then I just got tired of hearing, So, baby, you know what I like. And it's like over and over. But yeah. It was a fun day, though. It was. It was almost like as good as when Warrant shot their video at the Bayfront Center. Wasn't there for that. Oh, well, sorry about your luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? That's it. By the way, you, can, got nothing, man. you can never have too you. much Rocks Gang in your life. <laughs> okay. Just uh, wanted to put that all out All right, there. you hear that, Kevin Steele? There you go. There we go. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's see if we could switch gears a little bit here and see if we can uh, talk to Dave Alvin of, um, of White Trash. White Trash. What's or, up, Dave? Or maybe not White Trash. All right, now we welcome to the show a name that you haven't heard for a decent amount of time, but you definitely know who it is. He's been in projects that you know, such as the Blasters, the Knitters, and can currently be seen playing with Fabulous Brother Thunderbirds. It's Dave Alvin. Wrong Dave Alvin, Wait I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen a lot to you, sir? <laughs> I, I got to pay a royalty if I pretend to be. Oh, I got gotcha, you, I got gotcha. you. The Knitters. <laughs> the Knitters, right? Would you ever be on a project called The Knitters? That's just crazy. I didn't. I didn't know that one. Hmm. Well, I, see, now you're up on your Dave Alvin trivia as well, huh? Hey, I guess if the paycheck <laughs> right, was good, right. you'd be in any band. That's that's a good point. That is a damn good point. <laughs> no, Dave Alvin from uh, White Trash. How have you been? I've I've been okay. How have you been? <laughs> I have been awesome as well. Thank you so much for asking, <laughs> sir. Um, <laughs> when when um when we went to go look for some stuff, you know, to some back some backstory on you a little bit, right? Um, yeah. We tried to search some some of your websites, the White Trash Universe, and we just searched White Trash and stuff like that. There's nothing out there on you guys, or on, I should say, no, on you no, anymore. Not really. Um, you know, there's the Facebook page, mm -hmm. and uh, you know. What had happened was um, a few years ago, unfortunately, um, the original guitar player from White Trash passed away, mm -hmm. and we kind of just uh, shut down, you know, professionally, emotionally, everything, and uh, put everything on hold. So, th so we we really didn't do anything in that, uh, you know, in that time. Right. And um, yeah, so th there's not much of a footprint out there for us, you know. It's a good thing. It's a bad thing. 
it's a good thing yeah. because people aren't going to know what, exactly what to expect from you. But right. It's a bad thing because you're like, who? <laughs> you know, I hate to say it that way, but yeah, yeah. There are a lot of you know we have we have people who remember us from the old days, and then there's certainly people that that, that uh, you know, right, are like, who? Who are these mm-hmm. guys? Where you know? And then you you know, if they hear a song, then if I be like, oh yeah, yeah, I heard them those guys, right. but um, but yeah, it's been a long time, you know, <laughs> since you know, the heydays of white trash and the MTV uh, headbangers ball days and all that. Yes. But a lot, a lot happened between now and then. Right. <laughs> and don't worry, we're going to hit every last second of that because I want to hear everything. <laughs> uh, was this That's like right. an accident? I mean, this was an accident, right? That, that you became a, uh, a quote unquote rock star. No, I don't think so. I mean, I it, mean, maybe it's what I mean. Like that, let, let me let me let me reword that to make it make it sound nicer. <laughs> I was this, making Big Macs and whoops, <laughs> I was on MTV. No, 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 no. No, I had a pay. I had a, I had a lot to do a lot of terrible things to get in that position. It was no accident. This is the part where we're gonna have to cut all this stuff out, right? These all these terrible things that you did. No, I mean, was this like a planned career for you, or was it just like something you stumbled upon? No, it really was. Um, um, you know, back then, you know, going back into the 80s when we were growing up, it was like everybody, you know, in our neighborhood was in a band, you know, and uh, that was like everything back then. Everybody was like, oh, who, you know, what band is this guy in? You know, I don't mean like famous bands, you know, right. just local band and, you know, the music scene. There was, you know, everything cool was happening back then and, uh, you know, being a rock star or at least being a local musician was the thing to do. Right. You know, if you weren't a jock or something like that, that's how you, that's how you met women, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and plus it was just all so cool back then, you know, finding out about Motley Crue and Aerosmith, all that stuff. Right. And, uh, going down that rabbit hole. So, um, you know, pretty much all my teen years were, you know, spent in bands and, um, there was a pretty actually, <laughs> As silly as it sounds, you know, I, I was I was pretty certain that I was going to do that, um, you know, get a record deal and stuff, because um, I kind of knew people who had done like small deals and who had toured, and so to me it really didn't seem that crazy to do it, and it really wasn't even that crazy to do it in those days. I mean, we got lucky in the sense, sort of what you're talking about, that we wound up with a like a major label behind us and like mm-hmm. huge management and stuff i don't think we planned on any of that but i always kind of felt like because in those days you know you could you could get signed to like you know combat records or mongol horde records you know there were all these like <laughs> independent record companies and stuff you know there were so i was like well why not like why you know why couldn't i get into a band and tour and do all that stuff you know seemed to work out okay for you <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we, we I, I actually saw you actually, I think maybe Ken, uh, my uh, partner here, my uh, not partner, not partner. Jesus Christ. Say co-host. <laughs> my co-host. Jesus. <laughs> Cut that, that piece out. out I'm too. not sure <laughs> how you identify these days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, we actually saw, I think, probably one of your first big gigs. <clears throat> was actually which one was that? Which actually was down here oh, livestock. in in Zephyr Hills, Florida. Something yeah. called Livestock, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh that that was uh, that was a great show. You remember it? That was a great gig. Yeah, oh, I, okay. I really do. And it's funny, a lot of people have brought that up recently. Um, but yeah, no, I remember that. That was a, that was a, a great thing. We didn't know what we were a part of mm-hmm. when we you know showed up down there because we were just 
playing wherever you know wherever they sent us to go play. That was yeah, that was like a a great gig. I think Soundgarden was on on that oh, festival mm-hmm. thing too, right? Yep. I got I got livestock Rain Man here to my left, so yeah, he's going yes, yes, definitely, <laughs> definitely Soundgarden. Yeah, so I mean, anything if you're part of the same uh, gig with Soundgarden, obviously you're in the right place. You're doing you're doing something right. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, I remember that show. It was pretty, it was pretty wild, man. You guys just it like was. went nuts on stage up there. I remember that. Yeah, we were, and the audience was nuts. I mean, uh, <laughs> a lot of like girls with their shirts off and. Uh, all kinds of you know insanity going yeah, on there. That was that was a great thing. That was a really great show to be a part of. Right, right. Um, was that the biggest show at that point for you guys? Um, I mean, probably as far as uh, attendance numbers, that was probably yeah. the biggest show. We, um, we, you know, we uh, we played places like Hammerjacks, which were really big clubs back in the day, and in New York, you know, we played like. Uh, Places like you know Limelight, which was a huge club, and mm-hmm. you know Lamore Brooklyn, Lamore East. Those are all big places. The Cat Club, um, and then you know as as the the video came out and we were touring, we played a, yeah, a lot of bigger places. But you know, of course, on the road, you know, there's always like <laughs> smaller shithole clubs that you play on the way to the next gig. Yeah, so yeah. that was that was really yeah. I mean, that was definitely one of the top ones for sure. Yeah, there was a lot of people in an open field mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> Stepping over counters. Yeah, and it was like, and it was good. I mean, the sound was good. It was like a, you know, it was a well-run event. It wasn't like just a bunch of people. We did a few kind of quote-unquote festivaly kind of things that were kind of like just a bunch of people outside. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but this was like, this, but this is the real deal. This is like, this is it. Hey, Jimmy, really come on cool over. <laughs> Jimmy, come on over. Bring the girls. I got a band coming out here and playing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, trust you know. me, we've done those. We've done those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the first year they did that livestock thing too, and then it uh, went like what, fifteen years or something like that. Yeah, it went. Yeah, there it went for quite a, while. a few. So, so okay, so so this is when you know apple pie was huge, and then yeah. the crawl had just started to to take to take foot, and then you guys are right. like, you know, building up momentum, and then then you left. What's up? How'd that happen? Why why did you leave? Well, okay, so that's where the story gets interesting. But, uh, you know, this is like the behind the music. So, I mean, we didn't leave. <laughs> Hold on, let me, exactly. let me cue the music for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, what happened was at that point, um, and, and really even before that point, is that as a band, we really weren't getting along that well. And when I say we weren't getting along that well, I, meant, I mean that everybody hated me. <laughs> so, so there was sort of a mutiny within the band. Now we were all um, going back before that. We were all friends. We all, like me, Aaron, Ethan, we grew up literally across the street from each other, you know. And we've been in a hundred different bands together, you know. And um, and all the other guys were from Queens, like our high school and stuff. So you know, it, we all go way, way, way back, you know. And um, but at this point in time, when we kind of blew up, you know, a lot of resentments came up and and suddenly we weren't getting along so well. And um, so they decided, well, first, you know, Ethan decided, who was the guitar player, um, he decided he wanted to go off and do a, a different project. Mm-hmm. And he, he was never, which sounds funny, but he was never into the funk 
or the horns aspect of white trash. So, wow. So he really wanted to do something like a, you know, like a Jake E. Lee Badlands kind of project, like mm-hmm. something much more guitar oriented. So he was he was looking to exit, and then um, Mike and Aaron, Mike was a drummer. Aaron was Ethan's brother and, right. and the bass player. They wanted to do a, a like a side project with uh, this guy Seth that we knew, and they went off and did this other project called Hash. And you know, in this conversation, I they met me at my house and I thought they were going to fire me. To be honest. <laughs> And, uh, you know, we talked about everything and I was trying to say like, well, you know, it's kind of crazy. We've got like a guaranteed second record. Like, how can we not keep doing this? This is, this is too good to pass up. Right. So in the conversation, they decided like, well, we're, you know, that they were like, well, yeah, well, we're not going to screw you with this. Like, you know, um, they were like, you know, you thought of the name white trash, like it's, it's your name. You want to keep the band going since there's another you know, record on the contract, but you can do that. But it's just, you know, they just were like, basically like our heart's not in it right now. So they exited the band. And then for the second record, we had a, we had a different lineup on the second record. So then we took more people (laughs) that lived across the street from each other. We got Craig, (laughs) Craig LeBlanc, who actually was roommates with Ethan at one time and was Ethan's guitar attack, but he lived on the other side of the street, you know, and, uh, how many sides then, does this um, street have? <laughs> yeah, well, there's this, we come from Fresh Meadows. There's this big grove in the middle of the area. It's like a suburb and it, it's like where everybody would meet, you know, to play baseball oh, or then when I we got, got older you. to I smoke weed or drink beer. <laughs> and, uh, and this side project that Aaron and Mike did, Craig, and Eric Broden were in that project. So we like traded <laughs> kind of <laughs> like they went and played with Seth and those guys uh, left playing with Seth and came and played with me. And then uh, we did the second album, which was called uh, C-O-C-K. Best album title ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love it. It was over. It was over people's heads back then. It totally was. Got it back then. We both worked in a record store back then, and I remember that that, oh, that, I, that thing coming in. They're like, "What in the world does no. that say?" I'm like, eh, "You don't want to know." The funny thing is, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was funny. I thought it was more obvious than it was, but uh, that's what makes it good, though. So then, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's kind of what that album is. That album is like an album. Uh, I don't think a lot of people got it at the time, like what we were doing with that, and. uh but since then, to be honest, it's got a really big uh, cult following. A lot of people contact me specifically about that album. It was like a really great experience making that album. And um, so, you know, that was, you know, like the White Trash Part 2. And then what was really going on at that time, though, as everybody knows and everybody talks about this, is that, you know, in the middle of all this, like Nirvana came out and then you know, the grunge scene hit and the world exploded. Yeah. It, well, and then it was just a completely different scene. So a band, you know, like white trash didn't really fit in rotation with, you know, with all this new music, you know, even though I think that's not really true, but that was like the perception, you know, that, that we was like these old school, you know, rocker dudes. Right. Right. And, you know, because of kind of the way we had been marketed on the first record, you know, we looked like, 
you know, pretty boys and, um, and we were, you know, we were kind of posed out. I'm not like, <laughs> but, but you know, the guys were really good musicians and stuff and there was a lot more going on there, but it was a, it was a tough road there to try to, uh, to keep up with, you know, with, uh, you know, Pearl Jam happening and, you know, mm-hmm. we were just something so separate from that, that it was, it was, it was a very difficult thing to uh, try to accomplish. You know? yeah, you're one of many casualties, that's for sure. Well, and that's what stinks. It's like their sound yeah. was so unique back then that when you heard white trash, you knew that it was white trash right away because nobody was doing the horn thing. And, you know, other than a few bands like, uh, like Extreme and Slam and Gladys, yeah. they had a bit of that funk sound to them, mm-hmm. but you guys yeah. had a whole different level of the funk sound, which, you know, yeah, made I mean, you stand out. Yeah, and, it, you know, that was, I appreciate you saying that because that was always the goal of every version of White Trash is to be, like, unique and not really, um, you know, sound like anybody else. That was always, like, an important thing to us. And, um, you know, over the years, you know, we've reinvented ourselves a lot of different ways. I mean, we always have the funk part and the, and the horn part of it, but, um, but, you know, we really tried to be unique with what we were doing. And I think in, in the old days, that was a good thing, you know, as the music scene has changed, it's not as good a thing because you don't really have record companies putting tons of money and, um, creativity. They, you know, you really just have labels looking to scoop up, acts that are kind of prepackaged and ready to drop into some genre. You know what I mean? But for us, it was always about not being part of one specific genre, like, you know, being part rock, part funk, you know, having some, you know, punk sensibility to what we were doing. You know, we were into all kinds of music from like progressive music, like yes, to, you know, to James Brown, to, you know, Albert King, like blues, like, you know, we were into everything. And I think back in those days, I think people were, maybe more like that or maybe I just remember it that way but um, you know nowadays people get a little bit more pigeonholed I think with what they listen to yeah I mean there was you definitely didn't follow the the quote unquote cookie cutter you know this is the way we have to do a song this is what it's got to sound like you know the second right. track on the record has to be the first single you know everybody knew all that stuff back then but you know you guys didn't fall into that which was which was cool yeah, and thank you. I mean, it was it was a tough thing to do because you know, label and management is always going to push you in another direction. So we were, you know, we were a hard band for <laughs> labels and managers to work with. We were a hard band <laughs> for clubs to work with because we would break everything and fucking <laughs> go insane. Yeah, you know, <laughs> there was, we were there a hard was... band to stay together because everybody was trying to sleep with everybody's girlfriends oh, and nice. you know. <laughs> screaming at each other and ah, so you, know, you were long time friends then <laughs> <laughs> so when, no, we were you know we were out of our minds but i i think i don't say that apologetically or anything i think that's one of the great things about white trash is that it really uh you know yeah. <laughs> it took some crazy people to put it together so when you say that everybody in the band ended up getting mad at you does that include like yeah. the horn section so was there like 12 people that were mad at you at that one time <laughs> Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, we were still friends after that. It wasn't, I mean, you know, it it, did, it really was a completely different approach. Like, for me, I was very, like, driven about what, like, I wanted to do and what white trash was and what we should be doing. 
And those guys were just definitely um, more like like good blokes from the neighborhood. You know what I mean? They were just good natured guys. Yeah. yeah. And I and for me, I was like really on people's ass a lot of the time. And I, I get it. You know, it wore thin. But I just always felt like, well, that's you know, if you want to be in show business, music industries, you gotta you know, you gotta bust your ass. So I wasn't really doing it to make friends. So I do regret, you know, some, you know, like hurting anybody's feelings or anything. But like I said, you know, we we maintained our friendship over yeah. the years. You just so. you needed people in your band that matched your intensity and saw the long term vision that you did. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, you always hear those stories about you know, James Brown, like you know, would like fine the musicians in the band. And I mean, he's playing with Bootsy Collins, but he's playing with the best musicians like ever. And he'd be like, no, you weren't on the one. Like, that's a $50. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Steve Tyler, you know, driving the band crazy. You know, I, you know, every band kind of needs somebody to do that. You know what I mean? A football team, you know, you, you need a leader, you know. Yeah. So I tried to be that leader. But as it, it's hard when you work with friends, whether it's like, you know, opening a deli or being in a band. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a weird line there somewhere. And, and if you overstep it, you know. You can damage your relationship. So. Yeah. See, I thought it was going to be like lead singer syndrome. Like you had a big ego, and they they got they were like tired of it. Like, all right, Dave, this is enough. We've had it with you. You know. Well, I'm sure that's part of it too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm not like you know what I'm saying. I'm, I'll be honest. Like you know, I I mean you know I was a dick. Like you know, but I mean I was sort of like a proud dick. You know what I mean? Like I I mean. <laughs> I was in the dick, like the sense that, you know, I always looked up to like guys like, you know, David Lee Roth, you know what I mean? Like funny, brash, charismatic, like great on stage, great front men, like, you know, so, you know, part of that is getting into a zone. Like, you know what I mean? Like you got to kind of own the stage. You got to own your turf. So again, you know, sometimes there's a bound, you know, there's an, an imaginary line there. And if you kind of step over it, you know, you, you piss people off. So yes, I definitely had Lee Singer's disease. All right. On top of well, that, so we'll, staying I'll, with I'll the, cop to that. <laughs> staying with that topic, when we have people on the show, we sometimes make them promise us something. So yeah. what I'm going to ask you to promise us is that if and when you record a new record, you have to call it <laughs> <Yeah>. Proud Dick. <laughs> Proud Dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good name. Proud Dick. I like it. <laughs> It definitely should be on a T-shirt, at least. <laughs> you know, just even if you don't make a record, just walk around with a shirt. Proud dick. Proud dick. Yeah. All right, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> there you go. Monsters of Rock Cruise, Proud Dick. So, speaking of the cruise, now that I brought that up so slickly, how did uh, yeah. how did this come about with you guys being on there? I mean, not that you don't deserve to be on there. Of course you do. But how did that all come about? No, so what happened was... Um, I mean, I don't really totally know. Um, like, we had taken a break, like I said, um, because we had broken. So, you know, there was the first album, and then there was the second album. And then I kind of got out of music for a big period of time. And then about 10 years later, um, you know, the, the original band, the, the full original band got back together, and we did a few shows. And, um, and then from there... Um, some of the guys from like the second album were available, like Craig would step in. And so we started playing again, you know, like I guess around 2007 or something like that. And, um, 
And so we, we were playing and we were out, out there again and uh, we recorded two albums in that period, you know, that we, we produced ourselves. And then, you know, like I, I said earlier, um, you know, guys were in the band and out of the band, you know, and, but Ethan had come back into the band and we were planning to do some stuff like go down to Florida and, and, uh, and unfortunately he passed away and, you know, that was, that was a really hard thing for everybody to mm. deal with. So we kind of just stopped doing anything, you know? Right. So we were kind of dormant. And then, uh, one of the guys from the monsters, a rock who's a gene, sent me a message one day and, and he's like, are you guys still around? Like, you know, he just was like, just asking me a question. I didn't really know who he was, you know? And we were just, we had a conversation and then he said, Oh, well, you know, I worked for the monsters of rock cruise. You know, I don't know if, you know, you guys would want to get, get everything together and, you know, do, do the cruise. I, Cause I think he had seen us, I, I forget where he's from, but I think it was, uh, I can't remember what club he said he saw us in way back in the old days, you know? And uh, so I, I was like, yeah, that would be a great excuse to get everybody back together like one more time, you know? So, um, you know, I reached out to Aaron and Mike and they said that they wanted to do it. So I, I, I let you know. I said, all right, you know, <laughs> we're going to do it. I was like, I'm not sure what horn players and, you know, exactly exactly what the lineup is but we got enough original gangsters to yeah, throw right. back in this so let's <laughs> let's fucking do it you know and and he he was really cool and you know and then uh you know they announced that we were doing it and it was really cool like a lot of people reached out to us and uh you know it's a great opportunity because like uh ultimately want to keep you know um the band music out there you know and the best way to do that is to be part of like an event like this, you know? Yeah. And there was definitely a lot of people that, that chimed up going like, Oh my God, I forgot they did the crawl and I forgot this. And I think this one's better and da da da. da. So, I mean, there, there, yeah. there is a lot of excitement about it and you're going to have a great time. I'll tell you that. Oh, much. It's, it's a blast. <laughs> I'm not sure if they realize yeah, it looks like it. If, I've uh, never been on the cruise, but it, it looks like a good time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think the people at Monsters of Rock Cruise realized they were going to have to block out 12 rooms when they invited White Trash on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, you know, the, the whole thing is it's true. If I could get them to block out 20 rooms, I would be pushing. I mean, I already kind of threw it out there. Like anybody who was involved in this, because there really were so many people, like so many horn players that came and went. And, you know, we had the two bands and we had, you know, another drummer that I play with in another project. Uh, Tuan, he, he did a couple of shows with us, you know, so there were so many people that were involved in what we call like the white trash universe mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, I would love, you know, it, it's not really practical for the cruise because obviously we can't take 20 people on the boat, <laughs> but you know, to do like, you know, like, you know, we always were influenced by like, you know, parliament and then they turned into P funk all stars yep. and they, have like you know 100 people on stage and you know so i would love to do something like that but this will we can't quite be that but we're gonna try to get it in that vibe you know yeah could you imagine if that happened though if like they're like okay yeah your your band and their entire history of the lineup can go yeah go oh. ahead can you imagine what the, how many <laughs> the, the half the boat would be filled up with bullet boys yeah <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. like 60 members in, over their yeah. over their time well it's true and you know the thing that it, it's so true because all these bands right like there's so few 
original bands, you know, and it's really cool because let's say that we all want to see the original band, right? You know, the bands that it just it's you know because all this time has gone by, it's it's hard to do that anymore, you know. So it is cool, like when there is a band that's completely together. But like you said, all these bands I know just from you know gleaning what's going on, you know, right? Like you know, you're like who's who's in Rat? Like who's in Doctor? Yeah, exactly. like, you know. <laughs> It seems to change all the time. And then, you know, there's certain bands where there's like, uh, like two versions of it. Wasn't there like two LA guns yep. for a while? Like there still the is. Tracy guns. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, still is. And then they came together. Or am I wrong on that? No, or? no, you're right. Uh, Phil and Tracy came back together and making it to one solid version of LA guns only. And then M3 happened. So Steve Riley popped up with, uh, uh, Kelly Nichols. Yep, and uh, so, there, so an, another again. version was born again. So, <clears throat> yep. oh, there two, you go. Two versions but, of Great you know, White. <laughs> so that's just the nature of it. You know what I mean? It's it's all these years later, and so you, you know, know. So you know what you should do. You talk, get back in touch with the Monsters of Rock people. Say, listen, uh, you got White Trash one, two, and three wanting to come on the boat. So <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're gonna play all four albums, each one with a different lineup. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna crash it all into that forty-five minute <laughs> spot. You know. So yeah. good luck with that, pal. Uh, so, so is this is this something that you're gonna like? Obviously, you guys got to play first and see how that goes. But I mean, is it something that you're gonna pursue? You're gonna you guys gonna stay together, or is it just kind of throw it up in the air and see where it lands? Well, you know, I, I mean, it would be cool if we can. Um, you know, to do this one, it's it's um, you know, some people live in different states and stuff right now, and uh, you know, so you know, we're getting everybody together for this one. And, you know, um, I'm open to it. You know, I'm open to keeping it going. It would probably have to be more for events like this, yeah. you know, because uh, we were around for, like I said, for like 10 years in there, just playing a lot of clubs and stuff. And I think everybody knows, like, that, that scene is not what it once was, you know. Unfortunately. And yeah. uh, it, it, which is too bad because I used to love – the club scene you know mm-hmm. I, I love being on tour but it's a whole different scene now you know if you're if you're quote unquote the national act you know they somebody books you and then they charge all these bands to basically open for you and that's how they pay you you know it, it's not really the same scene you know no, so absolutely. i don't know that we'd want to really just grind it out like that anymore i probably not but you know things like you know if we did this or if it was like an m3 or you know Rocklahoma or something like that. I'm right, sure right. everybody would get together, you know. A little welcome to Rockville. Uh-huh. I'm still looking for that. I'm just saying. To Europe and uh, you know, <laughs> do some, some festivals. We'll do that. You know, we'll do that shit in a second. I'm you sure know? you would. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this: John Stewart theme song. How how much money yeah. did you make off that? I hate to ask money stuff, <laughs> but Jesus Christ, how much money did you make off that? That was that was honestly I, that's the most money I made in music. And is that it really? was sort of like the funny thing was about that is that like um so when he first did his show on MTV they they used the crawl and um and MTV in those days didn't pay anybody for anything. You know, they just were like, "Well, you're lucky we're playing mm-hmm. you." Which was true in a way, but it's you know, not really right. You know, if you write a song, you should get paid for it, right? Um, so he was using the crawl, and then uh, UPN uh, picked up his show, and it was going to be like a syndicated show on regular television. And 
I guess basically they wanted to try to buy the rights to the crawl and use it as the theme song. And then, um, you know, uh, EMI, our publisher, was like, no, we don't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. Like, that's just not, that's not happening. But the, the thing was at the time is this was after the second White Trash record. And um, we broke up after the second record, you know, and I wasn't going to do music for a while. I was doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I happened to know somebody that worked for the John Stewart show and I heard about this. So I just said, Hey, you know, I could just write like basically the same song. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I'll sell it to you. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's the way to do it. F U E M I. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. I'm not on Electra. I'm not on EMI anymore. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what the fuck? Why? Like I can do whatever the fuck I want right now. Absolutely. So, so they were interested in that. So it, it, that turned into a whole thing. It was really, it was really cool. Um, you know, uh, Mike, the original drummer from My Trash, came on and did that with me. Like, I got to play guitar on that um, and bass and everything. I kind of got to do my Prince kind of thing where I got to play a bunch of instruments, <laughs> which I was very excited about. Because, you know, in White Trash, like, every guitar player is better than me. Like, so I'm not going to pick up a guitar, you know what I mean? But but um, anyway, so then I, I, I came up with a song that was similar. It wasn't the same song. And we got the uptown horn, so we're like the horn section from the Rolling Stones came in to do the horn parts. Nice. And uh, it was like a big production. It was ridiculous. For one song, like we probably spent more money recording that song and had more like, you know, chefs in the kitchen than any other thing I've ever done. <laughs> and uh, and so, but, you know, finally he they approved it. And uh, it was cool. John Stewart was there, like in the studio, and he was a really cool guy to hang out with. And uh, I mean, he wasn't as big then as he is now, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And you know, finally Paramount signed off and said, "Okay, it's good enough, and it's it's enough not like the crawl that we're not worried about getting sued." You know. <laughs> so so um, then you're like, "Give me that money." So, yeah. So they 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 paid me a lot of money, which was a lot of money at that time. Yeah. And, you know, I got royalties because it was syndicated. So every channel it was on, I was getting royalties. So it was like, it was a, a, a very big payday for me. That's nice. So it was a really good score. And then, you know, I was like still crazy at that time and like 25 years old. So in my mind, I was like, well, I'm going to retire. That's it. <laughs> and, I, and I set about trying to retire. You blew well, it, didn't obviously you? Obviously, that's ridiculous looking <laughs> back on it. You blew the money, really didn't some, you? Yeah. <laughs> some idea that that was it. And I moved to Florida, and I was I was retired for <laughs> a long time. <laughs> but then, you know, reality comes yeah. crashing in. Yeah, you moved to Tarpon Springs. I, I literally passed through Tarpon Springs to get to where I'm at right now. What the hell did you do in really? Tarpon Springs? How do you know that? How do you know I was in Tarpon Springs? I got my ways. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I said there's not a lot yeah. about about you out there. there there's stuff. There's still some stuff. But uh, <laughs> no. But I mean, if you know Tarpon Springs, I live in Port Richie, and I'm and I drive to Clearwater to do this. I know. I know where Newport Richie is. Yeah. So see, I that's I drive directly through Tarpon Springs to get to where I'm going. What the hell did you do in Tarpon Springs? I mean, yeah. So when are you coming to visit? We're in Clearwater right now. Were you a diver at the Sponge Docks? What's going on? (laughs) Yeah, I was. I was retired. I my uh, my girlfriend at the time was from there, and she convinced me to move down there. And they lived like right on the 
that day right there in Thorpe mm-hmm. Springs. You know, there's like a park and there's water. They lived right there. One of the big and, houses. And every day I'd wake up at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon and they'd take a guitar out on the porch and I'd get like a 12-pack of Paps Blue Ribbon and I'd just be out there. That was like my, you know, first four hours of every day. Okay, you say this and, and all I could picture is Billy Madison from Adam Sandler. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> it's Nudie Magazine Day! <laughs> no, I thought you meant hitting somebody with a golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I mean, I literally did nothing for a few years, like, you know, and, but embraced it and loved the whole zen of it. Like, yeah. I'm not doing anything. People would be like, oh, you, you could put in another band together. They're like, nope, I'm not doing anything, nothing. I'm not doing anything at all. You know, not a great career choice. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> So the, but I, I the Rocket it. Club had to still be open around that time. What was it? The Rocket Club in Tampa? That sounds familiar. Yeah, that was... was that in was that in Ebor? No, well, it was right by the stadium where the football where the Buccaneers played. It was right across oh, the street. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, because that was that was during the big time here. Like everybody played mm-hmm. at the Rocket. Yes, the Rocket. I remember that. I remember Ebor City. I, I can't remember the name of the club there that we played. Uh... But uh, Florida was always fun to play in Florida. That was always a good part of the tour going to Florida. Mm-hmm. I think all bands and all serial killers like to wind up in Florida. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How do you think Moose knew when you lived here? <laughs> <laughs> I am up on my stocking, let me just tell you that. <laughs> Speaking of which, what tra- which actress actress were you married to? What actresses I I would, well no, I I've only been married once. I I probably said something ridiculous like that, but uh no, I've only been married once to my current wife. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, I, I read else, something Everything else, else is hearsay. <laughs> right. I read something else that said that you were married to a, a semi-famous actress. I was like, yeah, I, 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 don't wanna know who, I wanna know who this is now. <laughs> but. No, that, that was actually just bullshit. I don't remember why I said that, but I, remember, I, I do remember saying it. I did say it, but it's not true. It was probably true in my mind at the time. At the time, yeah. It was true when I said it, <laughs> but it's not really true. That's oh, awesome. awesome. So, All right, so if I hop in your car right now and, and turn on the radio, what am I listening to? Right now, um, this week I was listening to a lot of Terrence Trent Darby. Okay. And oh, that's then, right. Uh, that's yeah. right. I remember seeing that post from you. I, I commented on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really listening to him a lot this week. Last week I was listening to Soundgarden actually, a bad Motorfinger a lot. Mm, so good. Um, you know, I tend to kind of go. You know, I have like a million. I, I do have CDs, which I know nobody does, but I I still have CDs. But I also have a lot of you know music downloaded and. uh you know, I'll just kind of go through and then just be like, oh, I'm going to listen to like, you know, every Prince album or every Tom Waits album yeah. or, you know, or, or just to go back and listen to I think the week before, yeah, I was listening to a lot of old Aerosmith, like the cool stuff, like the first couple of albums. So I'm always trying to, uh, you know, rediscover things. And I, I try to avoid anything that's too, too obvious, not mm-hmm. because it's bad, but like, you know, there's so many songs that you just heard so many times. Like, you, for me, I never want to hear them again. You know. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of them like that for me too. Do you go back and listen to your your old stuff? Like, and and, and think like, oh, what was I doing there? Or I should have changed this. Um, or. 
not not a lot, but I do occasionally because sometimes I'm like just cleaning shit off my computer, or, or like when this came up, and you start thinking about like, yeah, like what like what, what songs would we do? You know, start listening through. Yeah, and it's it's true because it's um, once you've recorded, you know, an album, you know, it's like you know you remember recording the song and like you know, so it's like a. It, it, it's a real trip to go back and listen to any of this stuff, even the more recent stuff that we did. Um, and yeah, there's certain stuff you listen to and you, and you go, yeah, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> that wasn't a good idea. Couldn't have somebody told me that was sounded not so fucking good, you know. Too many yes, man. But it is what it is, you yeah. know. Ken, do you have it? Chris, actually, Chris, do you, we we have a third person in the room here. He's been awfully quiet. He's just here to listen. He's a uh, he's a. Um, I'm just taking it all in. Taking it all in, he says. <laughs> That's a microphone. You're supposed to put your mouth like pretty close to it. Hey, Speaking no. of taking it hey, all no. in, how far was that? Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. My son's gonna listen to this. <laughs> all right, don't touch the mic anymore, man. Oh my god. Under hands. Bowling <laughs> china <laughs> shop. <laughs> All right, Dave. Well, I appreciate you giving the uh, giving us the time here today, and um, you know, definitely looking forward to the Monsters of Rock stuff, man. We, we haven't booked yet, but Jesus Christ, every yeah. day there's something else that's, that's pointing towards it. And this right oh, here, yeah, this is another one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we went last year; it had a blast. You know, we could have left, you know, the the first day and been like, okay, yeah. money well spent. It was worth it. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. You know, just to, uh, you know, sure, talking to you on the phone's one thing. Hanging out with you, having a beer or two is going to be totally different, so. Um, oh, totally. Yeah, it's looking like we're going to have to do it. We have yeah. no choice. Yeah. Because with all the yeah. 14 people on the stage with white trash, we could probably get up <laughs> just, there and Dave wouldn't even know it. He'd high-five us and just, go, yeah, just, you just were in version number four. <laughs> just show up at the boat and go, hey, I'm, I'm with white trash. Like, oh, all right. I used to play French horn in the band, man. I could line. do this. <laughs> I could be one of your three drummers. There you go. <laughs> yes. Just say you used to be in the horn section. <laughs> All right. So they can re if anybody wants to get a hold of you, they can reach you on Facebook, and that's pretty much it for right now? Um, yeah. I mean, I have my page up there. Um, you have to remember when you go on Facebook, this is a funny thing. Um, you have to, if you're referencing the band, you have to write white trash in parentheses, the band, mm -hmm. because a bunch of people have had uh, post flags because white trash, I guess, is an offensive term oh, to a lot of people. Yeah, so people have been people. flagging stuff. That's funny. <laughs> so you have to make clear that you're talking about the band or uh, the Facebook police will will come <laughs> after you. But um, we do respond, you know, to anybody who contacts. I wonder if Spread that, Eagle you know. has that same problem. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I guess it depends what picture you attach to that. <laughs> All right, Dave. Oh, well, hopefully we'll see you on the boat. And um, yes. Yeah. No, we're gonna see you on the boat. Screw it. We're gonna yeah. see you on the boat. Yeah, we're done. We're That's it. We're going. Yeah. <laughs> but again, awesome. thank, thank, thank you wait. for um, for calling in, and um, we'll we'll hopefully talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. All, All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Uh, I like that Dave Alvin guy. Hey, guess what? Here's a song.
imagine how big they could have been if they would have continued once this thing yeah took took flight <clears throat> it just hit me the perfect nickname for white trash what's that the suburban funkadelic <laughs> i kind of like that you like that i, I like do that. which would make dave alvin the white george clinton uh, yeah. yeah i should have told him that when he was on the phone it would have been a whole lot cooler <laughs> yeah but yeah, the suburban <laughs> funkadelic. Maybe he'll listen to this show. Oh, you that's a good idea. Or I'll just tell him when we see him on the cruise. Hint, hint, we are going on the <sighs> effing cruise. That's so much money. Or when his band performs the suburban funkadelics. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Yes. That's right. I've been looking for a side project. Yeah. I don't think Dave has enough musicians yet. He doesn't have enough drummers, that's for sure. No. Yeah, no. I can play other stuff, too. I heard that about you. Um, how much is the cruise, like, for the cheapest rooms? I know you looked well, it up at one point. The cheapest rooms are sold out. Oh, are they? Of yeah. course they are. Why wouldn't they be? Yeah. Well, so what's the cheapest rooms that are available? Uh, like 1500 bucks. Yeah, 16 Just sell some crack, bucks. man. <laughs> if I sold some crack, I wouldn't be sitting here with you doing this stupid show. <laughs> sell that Bonham t-shirt you had at your house, I saw it. <laughs> he, he, when he came over this afternoon, he was... I had my uh, old, old, old concert T-shirts laying out. Yeah. One of my Bonham T-shirts. 
the band Bonham from the Disregard of Timekeeping. Oh, I thought you had a shirt that Jason Bonham oh, no. or John no, no. Bonham wore. No. Because that would get you on the cruise. <laughs> that would, yeah, that, would, that really would. No, this is the one Moose wore and wore. And... Yeah, it's like, it's no longer black. It's like a, a, a light gray. <laughs> All right. Weird. So, oh, it's an old shirt, you know? It's got to smell great. Oh, I'm sure it does. My cats are laying on top of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus. It's right next to the, jar, to the wash machine, though. It's waiting to get its way in there. Send your PayPal, too. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, so. dude, we're going on this boat. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it it's it does seem like there's way too many people that we're we have to buddies buddies with. I hate I hate saying that we're oh, we're friends with them now. We're buddies. You know, I hate saying that, but you know. Well, when you say it in that voice, then oh, yeah, fuck it sounds fucking crazy. So like we're acquaintances now with and such <clears throat> and such, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a lot of money, but I would like to do it. We're doing it. We got to promote the the radio station. Hard as a rock radio. Dot rocks. That's rocks. That's right. Yeah. We got many, many, many things behind the scene going on right now that that you don't even know about. I don't think. I know, but you don't know that I know. Whoa! You told him, Chris. I didn't tell him. I told you on the ride over because you know that I know that you know that I know (laughs) (laughs) that we should end this show. (laughs) Exactly. We had zero news. We have zero things to talk about. But we had a kick-ass interview. We did, and that's all that really matters because, let's be honest, that's all that matters. Yeah, and we fully decided that we're going on this boat. Yeah. We're going. we got to go. I guess we think, have. Think of the list of people that, that we now can, you know, yeah. hang out with and talk to and drink beers with. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. There, that, that list is getting bigger by the uh, by the show, I guess. Right. Yeah, on a on a on a side note, did you see that um, our buddy Jason's uh, uh, wife uh, Fran had passed? I did. Yeah. I did. Condolences to Jason and all of the family members of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm kind of horrible. I'm kind of hoping that that the cruise reaches out to Jason and just hooks him up. That would you know, be awesome. That would be a that would really be awesome. That would be actually. a great gesture on on their part. Yeah. I mean, Jason is forever posting and commenting mm-hmm. and promoting and, and it's one of the biggest people yeah yeah and you know last year was it might be kind of hard for him to go again though no it just depends i think with they always talk about how the monsters of rock uh people you know the the, the cruisers are yeah. family yeah and he was known by everybody it seems yep. and i mean i even remember seeing uh when danger danger last year um, when Ted was, you know, when he does the, his his crowd walk or whatever, right. yep. sat down with Fran and yep. actually sang with her, you yep. know, sang to her for a couple of minutes. Yep. And yeah. you know, so obviously, you know, they they are just as well known. It seems, you right. know. Yeah, I mean, I was so, glad I was glad that I got to meet them and talk to them for yeah, a little bit, even just for a few minutes. Yeah. yeah. So. So cool, but yeah, it is a family thing. So yeah. Larry, I know you don't hear this, but. Hook him, Maybe hook somebody somewhere where, yeah. Yeah, let's hope. Uh, but let's hope. Jason, thoughts and prayers, buddy. Yep. So, but, all right, let's uh, let's end this abortion. Chris, thanks for coming out and uh, hanging out with us here. Thank you. Thank you for talking so much. Oh and, uh, my goodness. <laughs> yep. Thanks, Thunderhands. Um, <laughs> yeah, you stick this thing in my face. And, uh, hey, hey, whoa. phrasing, phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, finish that thought. <laughs> you know what? 
I, I'll just leave well enough alone today. <laughs> Talking about Ozzy and Jack off, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. What, what is uh, on your mind, man? What does your wife need to do for you? I'm telling you. By the way, tune in next week when we have no idea who will be on the show. <laughs> Literally working on something right now. Yeah. So we'll so see. It if... might be you. <laughs> yeah, right? The one other person that listens. Hey, you want to be on the show? Yeah. So, all right. So uh, that's it. That's all we got. We got, um, you know what? Hmm. The song that Chris was talking about earlier hmm. that you probably would uh, X, you know, Nix if I told you that I was going to play it ahead of time. Uh, I'm going to play it anyway. Oh, you're such a dick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chris, how did you how did you first hear of this song on Octane when how you explain it to me? How did I explain it to you? Yeah, what how the how the they announced it and said give us a uh, a shot, give this a shot guys. It was it's Ed Sheeran, Chris Stapleton and Bruno Mars. Actually, Todd sent it to me and told me to play it. Everybody Todd? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a song called Blow. Yeah. <clears throat> and I immediately was like, yeah, right. This is got to suck so bad. And it's not it's not horrible. It, it, it starts off like this. Three homos walk into a recording studio. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran, and Chris Stapleton, who I did not realize can play guitar as well as he does. But um It's not bad. It's not bad, but I don't know. From what from what we heard of it, it's sampled. Yeah. Fake. But you know, here, make up your own mind. Make up your own mind and we'll talk to you next week. See ya. See ya. See ya.